Can you see him? I think he is a she. And I think she's a changeling. In that case, be extra careful. Go and find her. Where are you going, Master? For a drink. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode number 345, Hanging at the Outlander Club. I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Cantina Band and Chicken in the Pot to my Jedi Rocks, we've got Carl LeClaire and Katie Horn. Hello! Um, I... Can I be chicken in the pot, please? I, I knew you... Yes. I, I would give this to you. This is yeah. my gift to you. Thank, thank you so much. I mean, if, <laughs> if he had called, like, Jabba's Baroque recital, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm all over that, like, you know, me on Alden. But, uh, you know... Oh, why? <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, nothing against... Uh, nothing against... Wait, what... I already forgot. I was chicken in the pot. Wait, what was the other one, Jason? Cantina Band. Cantina Band. Yeah, Cantina yeah. Band. That's fine. I think it's a good one. And that's, but and it's that's not chicken in the you know, pot. one or two, depending on your preference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. I'm ex- I am so flipping excited for this episode. I missed the two of you. We took the, t- took the week off last week. Re-released Katie's first ever episode, which was wildly over two years ago. Oh God, uh, time has no meaning. Time- <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> um, that was like last week. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know. You were just on for the first time last week. I know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You know, it's like, uh, you, know. And, you know. But also, Star Wars Celebration was like last week. Like everything was just last week. Time, time has no meaning. Right. <laughs> Yesterday and forever ago, all at once. And it's like, <laughs> what the heck? Um, I, I missed you guys so much. I yes. did. <laughs> uh, it's nice to have the week off, but I did miss you guys. So yeah, I'm glad nice. to be back. Glad to be back. And I'm excited. Yeah, and I'm just glad because we are we have a really fun episode coming up, coming for you, because we each just prepared a couple of fun questions to ask each other. Um, just random fun stuff in Star Wars like we do here in the lair. And uh, I'm just excited to like play around with what you guys what you guys got cooking up, and I'm excited to share my questions with all of you. Um, but before we get into any of that fun stuff, um, just got a couple more reviews uh, we're going to read here at the top of the episode because again we have so many lovely people who take the time to hop into the iTunes store and write reviews for us. And um, again, to all of you that take the time to do this, thank you, thank you, thank you, because uh, it means so much to us. And again, it just really helps the show. The more reviews we get, the more visible we are um, out there in the iTunes store. And, uh, you know, it just 
if you like the show, this is the this is the easiest way to to spread the love. So thank you to those of you who who took the time to do this. And our first review for today's episode comes from JRB Nerdcast is our username, um, hmm. and he says or she says or they say, um, you guys are my favorite Star Wars pod because your conversations aren't just all news filled speculation. It's actual hmm. Star Wars convos about deeper things within the films. Love it. Oh, thank you. you. That's awesome. Uh, We, when this podcast was initially started, that was something that Carl and I really wanted to make sure is like, there's news podcasts out there. Let's not be one of those. And we carved out our niche here and, and it's been a fun (laughs) niche. It's grown. There's definitely been more people that have joined us in this area of Star Wars podcasting, but, (laughs) isn't that um, But, you know, it's a lot of fun, and, and I love what we do here because we are just a bunch of fans having Star Wars conversations that everybody wants to have, you know. And Katie Katie definitely fits right in with all that. So, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So whoever you are, JRB Nerdcast, and what I mean by whoever you are, because it's not a full name, so we can't say your full <laughs> name. But uh, thank you so much for those kind words. And, and like Jason said, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing we've forever prided ourselves on in the – you know, almost eight years of, of the show is just talking about the things we love about Star Wars. Of course, you know, we've always hit big news items and we're always going to because, you know, like when I mean, Jason, you and I had only been doing the show for I don't even think a full year when they sold to Disney. And we're like, oh, uh, we should probably talk about this. Probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's yes. a thing that's happening. Yeah, so that's a big thing that's happening. <laughs> so we'll hit the big news items and stuff like that. But we're not a, a weekly news podcast in the realm of Star Wars. So right. um, and, this, and, and there's so many great totally ones that, that do it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, there are plenty of resources for that, obviously our flagship show from the network we're part of the star Wars report. I mean, they do the great job of this every week um, and yes. they're just one of many. So there's so many good ones out there that do that sort of thing. Um, and our, our next, um, our next review comes from AE Welling, which I'm pretty, yeah, this is a uh, rural farm boy is his name on Twitter. <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah. Luke's uh, not a farmer. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> He's got too much of his father in him. <laughs> oh man, that's what I'm afraid of. That's exactly what we're all afraid of. (laughs) But uh, A.E. Welling says, I remember the Wampus Lair before Katie came aboard, and it was just as fun back then. Even more so now with her on the show. They take deep and wide dives into all manner of Star Wars topics from the stories to us as a fandom. Get them in your playlist. Recommended listening. So thank you, Rural Farm Boy. And I hope... I hope the cows have been good to you. I don't know what kind of farm yeah. you do if you actually do farm. The nerfs. Nerfs. Yes, the yeah, nerfs. nerfs. Yeah. <laughs> hope they're not I hope they're not hurting you. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Is it, a, is it as fun to milk a thalassiren as it seems? Like, because it looks like fun. It, oh. Luke, Luke seemed to enjoy it. Like, <laughs> 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 as long as they don't give you that weird look. Uh, <laughs> they look at Ray. Yep. <laughs> Ray uh, knows what's up. <laughs> so, so thank you both for again taking the time to write those reviews. And again, um, anybody else that's listening, whether you're a relatively new listener or, or even you've been listening for a long time, you haven't you know had the the opportunity to write a review. Uh, again, we just really appreciate it. it. Really helps the show. And uh, thank you to all of you who have. Um, now, uh, guys, we had a really fun poll. 
from from our last episode two weeks ago. And yes. as always, with a, a poll such as this, we got quite a plethora of responses <laughs> um, because we asked all of you what would be your Star Wars theme song. If you had a theme for yourself, what Star Wars song would you pick? And uh, Jason, I'm sure you had plenty of work to do compiling all of that information. So uh, I, I hand it over to you, good sir. All right. Yes. Yeah, so here we go. Let's uh, uh, buckle up, folks. Uh, in fifth place, with one vote each, here's a ton, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got the Guardians of the Wills, the Imperial March, the Throne Room from the End of uh, A New Hope, Cantina Band. I'm not sure if it's one or two, but it's the Cantina Band. Uh, the Asteroid Field Chase. The Tython theme from Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, when has become now? Uh, the Rogue One March. Uh, Battle of Christophsis from the Clone Wars movie. Yub Nub. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jen Erso slash Hope. Uh, the Departure of Boba Fett from The Empire Strikes Back. Luke and Leia. The Jedi Steps. The Jawas theme. Grievous Speaks to Lord Sidious, which is an underrated piece in my opinion, so I'm glad that made the list. Uh, Anakin's theme. Into the Trap from Return of the Jedi. Uh, Battle of the Heroes. Rose's theme, particularly the moment oh. from the Battle of Crate soundtrack uh, mm. piece, uh, Across the Stars, and then Carl's vote, Meet Han. <laughs> so, damn right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. What's that low notes? Like, oh, man, I've had a rough upbringing. Things are hard, <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm sitting through this opening crawl while trying to steal a speeder because my life sucks. Nobody cares about me. You know what? <laughs> I'm meant for something more. And here we go. You know what it goes like? It goes a little something like this. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. There it is. Oh. Hurry it up. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, this adventure is about to begin. That's a What if it's. Sorry, this is the Carl. advantage of having the podcast. You get to play your own stuff. So yeah, you don't only right, get one exactly. vote. <laughs> Carl, is, is that what you hear when you make a sandwich? Is that like, oh, is, Katie, it's when I it's when I make a sandwich, it's when I'm showering, <laughs> it's when I'm walking to and from the gym, it's when I'm going to the bathroom, it's when I'm taking a shower, it's when I'm petting Embo, it's when I'm talking to girls, it's when I'm doing reports at work. It's everywhere. <laughs> I'm just imagining you like you're walking down the sidewalk, you know, and you're like you're hanging your head and kicking stones like i've had a rough upbringing no one understands me and then it's like bum 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 and then you're like running down the sidewalk now you're like hang on a second i'm the hero of this story (laughs) you know it was it was it's literally the first um it's the first piece of star wars music that i ever remember in all of my life of, of being a star wars fan where i literally sing to it even though it's an instrumental piece, I sing to it every time I hear it. Um, you know, I have that soundtrack on repeat in my car. I have the CD for it. First CD I'd bought in over a decade. Um, and it's just it, – like it just pumps me up so much. Like I just well, – I had to pick it. Um, it's sorry. good. Yeah, it's good. So sorry, Jason. Continue. I know, that was one vote. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's fine. It's, it's yours, and you get to talk about it because you're on the podcast. Um, in fourth place with two votes, we've got the Battle Over Coruscant um, with those the war drums, uh, mm. and then. Augie's Grand Municipal Band, which is where my vote went. Nice. So um, I, I, I had to make a very difficult choice between several very awesome pieces of music uh, for my theme. And this is the one I chose was Augie's Grand Municipal Band. And I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you could see what I do every time it gets played on this podcast. I dance every time. But it, it is one of those things where, like, if I walk into a room, I want that to start playing. So, like, I, I need that to be, like, my walk-up music whenever I'm doing something. If I'm, you know, uh, it's just... There we go. There it is. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I've told you this is like this is like my trampoline music. This is like I, I always feel like I'm on a trampoline when that music plays. Like, uh. yes, it's it's awesome. It's fun. It's uplifting. There is that hidden dark side to it, which I don't really have. I don't think, although I do get a little devious from time to time. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's just a fun piece of music, and it always pumps me up every time I hear it. So I could be like completely in a mopey mood and this comes on, on my iPod on shuffle and I'm like, okay, mopey mood over. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, this is, this is my, my theme. So um, moving on <laughs> uh, in third place with three votes, we have uh, Ray's theme in second place with two votes, we've got the Force theme slash Binary Sunset. Mm. And then in first place with five votes, including Katie's, we've got Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates! <laughs> yes! This is my song! <laughs> this is my soul, you guys! <laughs> Uh, I feel powerful. You guys feel powerful? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. This is what yeah, this is like this is this is what plays when I enter a room, okay? Like this is just like this is my presence, okay? <laughs> like I'm like an elephant, okay? I enter the room and it's like, okay, she's in there. Like <laughs> <laughs> It me. I also feel better when I hear that song. It's like, oh, right. I could do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I doubt myself, and then I hear Duel of the Fates, and it's like, wait a second. I can do this. (laughs) I'm the hero of this story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good. It's so good. It was actually on my initial short list of like five or six pieces that I was thinking of using. (laughs) Uh, for mine, but yes, uh, yeah, oh, uh, so piece. good. It's, I am not surprised. Star Wars music, it's so good. It is so, so good. good. Hot take: Star Wars music is pretty all right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the hottest hottest take you're gonna hear all day. <laughs> <laughs> now we um we will have a matchup for you at the end of the episode, which is very epic in in scale. So. Certainly stick around for that. 
Um, now, my friends, before we hop into the to the questions we've prepared for one another, I got quick questions for both of you. Ooh, what yeah. theme would you subscribe to each other? Ooh. I'm going to start because I knew this question was coming. Jason, okay. here's the theme I have picked for you. You ready? Okay. Yeah. This is my Jason Hunt theme. <laughs> it is yep. the Jar Jar theme. You might be wondering, why is that? Jason just loves Jar Jar. True. Jason does just love Jar Jar. But the reason I picked this as Jason's theme song from Star Wars is because much like Jar Jar, Jason is just a purely good, innocent person who's playful AF. That means (laughs) AF. Jason is the pinnacle in my experience of every friend I've ever had in the Star Wars community. Jason takes the cake as being the most playful, the most kind-hearted, and the most genuinely pure person I know. Therefore, Jason, my theme song for you is Jar Jar's theme. I'm turning redder than Darth Maul over. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. That's very kind of you to say, and I love the music, so I appreciate that. Well, you're very welcome, my friend. I love taking this for you. Now, Katie, I have a very interesting pick for you, my friend. Okay, okay. My theme for Katie Horn, dear friend of mine in the Star Wars world, is a theme that comes from the Clone Wars. You're thinking to yourself, what? But Katie is a Darth Maul girl. You're not wrong. But here's my theme for you, Katie. Okay. That's right. My theme for Katie Horn is the Obi-Wan Satine theme from The Clone Wars. And you're probably saying to yourself, geez, Carl, there's nothing about Darth Maul in that anywhere. Well, in part, you're wrong, because Darth Maul does have something to do with this. (laughs) Katie, the reason I picked this theme for you is because the thing about this theme I love so much is that it's very elegant and beautiful, like you. And it's very dignified and proud and strong, but there is this sense of darkness, this sense of tragedy. And I don't mean to say that you're a tragic figure, but there is something in your Star Wars story that is always reaching for something more and sometimes not fully fulfilled, yet it always continues to reach because it is strong and proud. That is why I picked this theme for you. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, yeah, I'm so swept away by it. <laughs> so, because I picked this for Katie. Oh. Well, here it is. It gets real beautiful again. Very elegant, very powerful, yet willing to make the sacrifice. Which is so wonderful. And because Katie is such a Darth Maul fan, we can't ignore its use here in Darth Maul Breaks Obi-Wan, where we get a very... Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I can see it in my head, this episode.
So that is the themes oh. I have picked for the wow. two of you. I'm going to cry, Carl. Like, I, that's so nice. I did like, not anticipate getting as many chills as I did listening to that music. That was, yeah, that was pretty it's epic. A, so. It's a beautiful well, it's piece. Like, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Well, so you guys know that, like, you know, when you when you ask somebody to um, to, like, describe themselves, you know, to describe, like, their their face, you know? Yeah. To uh, you know, like a, a court, um, oh, you know like, the people like in court who draw faces. Yep, yep, you know yep, the sketch, the sketch yeah. artist. Yeah, the, the sketch, sketch artist. Yeah. So if you describe yourself to a sketch artist, and sketch artists can't see you, you know, they're just going based on what you said, you know, and they'll sketch what you're describing, and that portrait is wholly different than what other people describe if asked to describe mm. you, you know what I mean? And often when other people describe you, the portrait comes out far more flattering. You know, that person yeah. that other people see is just so much more beautiful than what you see in yourself. And so listening to that song, Carl, that was very, that was very touching. It was like seeing my portrait drawn by someone else, you know, it was, uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah. No. I needed that. I needed of that. Course. That was beautiful. Thank no, you. And like, as soon as I, like, I was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of response to this. And as I was writing my questions, I was like, wait a minute, I need a bonus question. And I was immediately thinking of the two of you. I was like, I'm picking oh. themes for them. <laughs> Aww. So, um, I'm, I mean, I'm calling you out on it. If, if, if you don't got it, it's totally fine because I took the time to prepare it. Um, but I just thought it'd be fun. Like, if you th- if you think of the other, and you know, we know each other pretty well at this point. So, I mean, it was easy as hell for me. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, Katie, like, I was like initially, I was like, oh, dual face. I was like, I know she's gonna also pick that for herself, and I was like, she deserves something more. So, oh, um, God. and like, Jason, you were like, it was like Kate, like easy point. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know what you'd pick for yourself. I thought like this could be a possibility, and if it was, I was like, oh, that'd be fine. But I was like, I also have a feeling he won't pick this. But this is this is personifies Jason. He is pure good, <laughs> pure fun, pure innocence. Like that's my boy, Jason. So, oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, I, um, I have to, I have to admit, um, I, I associate Jason strongly with the with you know the um, the the Wampas Lair. It, the, it's the C three PO and R two D two on yeah. Hoth, right? The bump, yeah. bump, bump, oh, yeah. you know that we start every episode. I yep. associate Jason with that strongly, oh. and I and I do feel like that that's very Jason. That I don't know what the track is called. I'm sorry. It's, well, it's the it's the droids theme, right? It is the yeah. droids theme, yeah. And on the soundtrack, oh my goodness, hold on, let me. Uh, you... Well, it plays like when they're on Hoth, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. They're down the hallway, yeah. 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 I associate that it's with always... Jason. It's honestly only played like twice. Yeah, it's as a, it, it, yeah, it shows up a few times in Empire, and that's it. Um, I mean, the first statement of it is in the track. Um, let's find this really quick. It's in. Um, oh my gosh, is it in Wampa's version of Obi Wan or Imperial Probe aboard the Executor? I don't even remember. This is so sad, but anyway, it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, somewhere in there, but yeah. And there's another song that I that I associate real strong with Carl. I'm just all like, "That's Carl. That's his soul, like right there." Like, this. do you know what, what it is? Uh, yeah. Is it from Solo? No, it's from Nickelback. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! What song is that? Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I transcend oh. Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. Oh I don't know the. I don't even know the words of that song. So I just end up getting like, every time I do, it makes me laugh. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Uh, <laughs> Carl, that's your that's your I soul, Carl. I love it. It is my soul. <laughs> I, I am I am definitely uh, guilty of loving some uh, some old school, um, you know, nostalgia. <laughs> well, I what? Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Oh, this is me like <laughs> What is on Joey's head? I don't know but, uh, <laughs> It's just Carl, that's so you It is Like it's, you know It's it's playful But it's also like You know, just kind of like A little nostalgic Like a little sad But, you know But just like Trying to have a good time over here <laughs> That's you, Carl I love it oh, Thank gosh. you I love it I'm honored <laughs> And Jason, your your droids, and he, you're I, just yes. you're doing your best. I'll take you're, it. Just, yeah, I'll take it. I will take that all day, any day. The both of those. So thank you. Um, I do have I do have uh, some ideas, and I might be able to come up with something else if I had more time to to think about this. But this, these are the things that popped into my mind uh, initially. Um, so I'll go go with them. Carl, this one is, is pretty on brand. Uh, it's Yoda's theme. So yeah, I, that that's, that's pretty on brand. I, I don't, you know, we, we, we've had enough conversations on this podcast that I, I don't really need to explain why that (laughs) comes to my head when we talk about Carl. Um, but it does. It's 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 awesome, and and I do associate that with you a lot because I know it's one of your favorite pieces of music. But also because you bring so much of the theolog of your own theological journey into our Star Wars conversations, which I love, and and so I'm really glad that we get to have that side of this podcast. And and you know we <laughs> yes we we get to to bring that in and have our own our own you know different perspective on things because of that um and katie i i really wish i had more time to, to think of something <laughs> very appropriate for you but the one that popped into my head initially is uh the holdo maneuver the music oh, from the oh maneuver, yeah which cool. is super awesome and good and, and that honestly that's some of the most pumped up music i get from the last jedi <laughs> um because it's powerful and it's determined and but it, it's also a it, it, for me, when I listen to it, it also just gets me pumped up and, and energized. So, um, and and honestly, every time I'm done talking with you, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm pumped up. It's there's so much energy. That's that's what happens every time Katie comes into a room. It's <laughs> Katie is the Star Wars equivalent of the Kool-Aid man. Bursting <laughs> 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 through the walls and like, ready hey. to have a good time. So Who's- mentioned Darth Maul. Yeah. Who did it? <laughs> <laughs> I fly out of here. <laughs> oh my 
gosh. And oh that's my so gosh, I love it. That, so that's why that music comes to my mind I for Katie. Can't believe it's been a week since I talked to you guys. <laughs> I missed you guys so much. Oh, I'm so glad we're, we're having this conversation. Yeah, same. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we've got questions for everybody that we haven't actually got to yet. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, I, I'll go first. Why not? Okay. Do yeah? It. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I just, um, I'm pretty sure, you know, we decided to have this episode, this kind of chillaxed episode, because we were thinking about uh, when you guys were, you know, in California last, and uh, and we were just, like, driving in the car, yes. it's like, what are we going to talk about? And we just, like, start, like, coming up with, like, random Star Wars stuff, and it's just like, yeah, yeah why, don't, why don't we talk like we were in the car? Like, let's just do it. And I remember one of our, like, you know, favorite things when we were in the car, we were having Star Wars dinner, you know, so you can invite yes. five Star Wars characters to your perfect Star Wars dinner and what's it going to be? And I like, I came up with like a ton of them. I was like, okay, I want to have like fancy Star Wars dinner where I only invite the fanciest people. So like Kira, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. Kira, Padme. Lando, yeah, Padme, you've seen her wardrobe. She's super yeah. fancy. So like, yeah, I was like yeah. having fancy Star Like we, we had like a ton of different dinners and it was great. But for specifically, just for the podcast, I want to know you're having Star Wars dinner, but you only get one, you know, Ooh. like who's the one Star Wars person? It could be a character or it could be like like George Lucas, you know, it could be someone who influences Star Wars or has been in Star Wars, Ooh. like writes for Star Wars. Like oh. who is the one uh, yeah, for that, me, that you fight for dinner? Yeah. For me, it would obviously be, ooh, no. No, oh, John Williams. Ooh. Oh, is it John Williams? It's a John Williams dinner. I okay. was about to say George Lucas, but mm. but then I was like, that's obvious, and obviously, yes, I would love to have that conversation. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I would really want to have that conversation a, a conversation with John Williams because he. He doesn't talk a lot outside of of interviews, and so you know, official interviews is basically all we really get of John Williams when it comes to any sort of you know public discussion. Um, and not that I think he's you know uh, editing himself or anything, but he just he's a very quiet and shy person, and mm-hmm. I would really want to have a conversation with him about the process of of what it takes to make a theme for people mm. for for characters yeah. and especially when you don't know where exactly they're going to end up because he his themes have room to breathe and have room to be defined by what happens to the future of the characters you know for ray's theme for instance is the mm. the you know the most recent one i can i can really think of because it was such a a really full and complete sounding thing in force awakens but it it still has this room in it to be redefined by the last jedi and the rise of skywalker as to to what it all ultimately means uh for her and so it's just an interesting thing i would like to i would love to sit down to a dinner with with john williams what would you eat oh i feel like it would probably be some sort of like um it wouldn't be super fancy because he Mm. you know he grew up doing, you know, the jazz bars and stuff. So I feel like it would be some sort of like, you know, uh, club sandwiches. Yeah, some club sandwiches. I feel like John Williams is a pasta man. I feel like he just loves pasta. 
yeah, yeah. something something you know like, like at a bar and grill type of thing you sure. know yeah, I, yeah. you know but yeah it, you know that kind of stuff i feel like that would be the thing obviously if you're gonna have the dinner with george lucas you'd go to a diner an old <laughs> 50 or something yeah. like that and, and have milkshakes and hamburgers but what a cup of java juice <laughs> right exactly uh, but john williams i feel like you'd go to a bar and grill you know uh you know may, maybe something a little higher end but like a, a bar and grill yeah i sure. feel like it would be i love it a good place i love it so well, what about you, Carl? Well, yeah, since you Carl. opened it up beyond characters, because I was, I was going back and forth between Luke and Qui-Gon, um, mm. but since you opened it beyond characters, I'm going to go with the stereotype. I'm George Lucas all the way. Yeah. Um, there, there are two human beings in this world. No, three human beings in this world that I would give anything to meet and have a conver- like a one-hour conversation with. And number two on my list is George Lucas. Number one is Rob Thomas. He, I just love him so much. He's a musician. But um, and number three is David W. Collins. I want him on the show so freaking bad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and I'm not even kidding. I love that man so much, even though I don't know. Him. Um, but no, definitely George Lucas. Uh, it, obviously, right? We talked about this after when we did our recap of our trip to California and Rancho. That print of George that you know was hanging in Rancho with the two droids flanking him. I am just so mesmerized by George Lucas. I mean, yes, kind of more specifically in his younger days. Um, And the reason is, is because this is an adult whose imagination changed the world. Um, And as someone who is also very imaginative um, and very much tries to foster my own imagination, specifically as an adult and using my imagination to enhance my life and hopefully enhance the world around me. George is to me the pinnacle of someone who's done that. Um, yes, like he's a little bit more crotchety in his older age, but everybody is. Um, but George Lucas is, I mean, this is a man who just had dreams and a sense of wonder that he shared with us. And it changed the freaking world. And in my opinion, changed it for the so much better, you know, yeah. um, and I would give anything to sit down with him. And it would literally just be like burgers and French fries and Coca-Cola um, and, and Snickers. Snickers yeah. Dessert. yeah. <laughs> and just just talk to George about just getting a deeper sense of what fuels his imagination, where, wh- you know, where that came from, how he as a man in his late 20s and early 30s who was still so consciously in touch with that childhood part of himself, yet able to allow it to mature into this beautiful sense of wonder that he then passed on to, you know, specifically to children in the world, but specifically to the children that exist within every adult as well, right? Um, and uh, what he did in this world, you know, I mean, in the same way that people probably are fascinated with Walt Disney. Um, you know, that to me is George Lucas. George Lucas is the pinnacle of living out an imagination that changed the world. And, and that, you know, that just fills he, his wonder fills me with wonder. So I would give anything to have a conversation with him. Um, so, but what about you, Katie? I think these are fun questions that we come up for, for each other, but I also want to know who you would pick. My, my star Wars dinner is really specific. It is 4 a.m. And I'm in an IHOP <laughs> with Sam Witwer. Nice. It's, it's specifically, <laughs> yeah. Okay, specifically, I, it's 4 a.m. in an IHOP because 4 a.m. in an IHOP is like just just like it's, it's perfect. Okay, one yes. one we're eating pancakes, my favorite food. Of course, like, it's pancakes. 
And at 4 a.m. in an IHOP, nobody's bothering you. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the plate, there's no one else in there, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, you could, just, you could just eat pancakes until the sun comes up. And no, like they just leave you alone. You know, it's right. it's great. It's perfect. I just I just like pretty sure that's what heaven looks like. It's just <laughs> four a.m. at an IHOP all the time. You know what I mean? And the that's, pancakes are fresh. Like yeah. you know, like oh, oh. that's a okay, de- and I'm there. It's a deleted scene in the Book of Revelation. You know, <laughs> IHOP in heaven. Yeah, and behold, I opened the eighth seal, and it was IHOP. <laughs> 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 Sorry, pancakes. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm there. It's 4 a.m. I'm eating fluffy, delicious golden pancakes, and Sam Witwer walks in and sits down in my booth. <laughs> and it's just like, let's talk. It's just like, perfect. Yes, thank you. Uh, okay, it's Sam Witwer because he is legitimately, I think, the only person who could theoretically keep up with me when talking about Dark Ball. Dark mm. Ball. And I say theoretically because even then, sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> like, do I? That's the question. Do I know more about Maul than than Sam Witwer does? Mm. But you know that that so, I wonder sometimes. You know, I I bet you in a way you do, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the thing that I think Sam Witwer has that would fascinate you is he's also inhabited the role for exactly. so long, right? So yeah. his, his perspective of the character is one in which he's lived within the character. He's had to interpret the character. So, yeah. and, and, and I don't mean this in like a way of diminishing your perspective, but no, like your no. perspective is very, I mean, it's always going to be from the outside and you can know everything about him and mm-hmm. you do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. But like I can Sam's, ask got about- a, Sam's got this intimate knowledge that, like you just don't have, and I just I would love to watch that conversation. Yeah, right. Like you're, just, you're not even there. You're just like across the IHOP <laughs> yeah. listening in. You're like, oh yeah, Jason no. and I are just yeah, sitting yeah, over Carl, there. Carl and I are sitting eating, over drinking there. milkshakes. Yeah, yeah. Milkshakes, just watching. You know, <laughs> just watching us. Yeah, just go off yep. about Molly. That's exactly it. I could ask him about like all of his artistic choices, and you know what direction did you know like Dave Filoni give him? And Sam Witwer, he always talks about how stingy George Lucas is with compliments. You know, he, he's not a very complimentary guy. But apparently, George Lucas himself looked at something that Sam Witwer did and said, "That's brilliant." And I'm like, "But what?" Like, we, Sam Witwer has never said what it is that George Lucas thought was brilliant. And I'm all like, tell me, Sam. Sam, come to dinner, eat pancakes. Tell me what was brilliant about Darth Maul and your performance. Like, yeah, it would that would be a conversation and it would be amazing. Yeah. And honestly, you know, I I, I would, I would, I would like, pay money to see it. Yeah, right. Well, I'd like to think that Sam Witwer would get something out of talking to me, like like a Darth Maul. Not just like a Darth Maul. You know, everybody likes Darth Maul, right? But like, <laughs> I know Maul. Yeah. And I can be like, I'd be like, did you see this one sketch that Dave Filoni did of Darth Maul as a stag? Like, did you, let's talk about <laughs> let's that. Let's talk about let's, that. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, he probably has. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Oh, I love it. Uh, it would be a good it'd be amazing yes. so <laughs> as we continue on uh, you know if you're listening like please like think about like this is such a fun question katie so who would you again if you're listening who would you sit down if there's one person in the star Just wars world one. character yeah. creator whatever who would it be you know and again like you know when we post the, when this episode's posted please feel free to share your answers to these questions because it's always yeah. so fun to hear what other folks have to say 100 oh, yeah. my gosh definitely um definitely so, Jason, you want to go into your first question? 
Sure, sure. And this is going to be a fun, quick, goofy one, just <laughs> just to continue the silliness, because we all need some more of that. Um, Do you want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jason. Anyway. Bye. Later, Jason. Um, okay, so... <laughs> We've had some great examples of both of these in Star Wars. Which okay. would you rather be wearing? An mm. awesome hooded cloak mm. or a fantastic cape? Cloak. Cape. One thousand percent cloak. cloak. Yes. Definitely cloak Wait. as well. Yeah? Yeah. Why yeah. why were you leaning cape? Like I'm sorry, but oh, third, first thought first thought is often best thought, so why why cape? No, why? I, I literally didn't mean to say that. Um oh. I got excited for <laughs> Because I, I thought, thought honestly, say- well, Katie, I thought you were going to say cape, so I was going to, I was planning to say the opposite of what you said because I thought you'd say cape. <laughs> so I said the opposite of what you said, but I didn't realize you were going to say cloak. <laughs> well, see, like, okay, okay, don't get me wrong. I love capes. Like, I look at Krennic and I'm just all like, that is a sexy cape. That's, yeah. that is excellent. Krennic you know? has, in my opinion, Krennic has the best cape in all of Star Wars. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Yeah. And that's not <laughs> knocking legit. anybody. I mean, every cape in Star Wars is awesome, but I think Krennic has the coolest cape. It's a lot of capes. Yes. Maybe too many capes. <laughs> Maybe too many. <laughs> yeah. But hood, like, come on. Cloak, you get the cool hood. And you can yes. jaw it over your face and then it's all like, who's that under there? I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It could be all mysterious. I could flip it back. The dramatic reveal. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, oh, uh, And I'm also, sorry. like, really quick, like, how neat, too, that in the beginning of Phantom Menace, the first people we see with hooded cloak capes are the Jedi right. and they have like yeah. their faces are the ones that are all, you know, before we even see Sidious, who's this mysterious figure with a really deep, mm-hmm. cl- you know, cloak, the Jedi are the first to be the ones hidden in secrecy, which I just well, think is kind of neat. Well, I think it's cool. I also think it was supposed to reference uh, old Ben Kenobi pulling back his hood. Oh, and true. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because Good people point. see him at first either. Right. We're all like, wait, who's that? What's going on? And then yeah. he like flips back his hood and, oh, it's a kindly old man. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll be all right. I <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> yes. Oh man, wouldn't it be funny I when he said hello there forth. to R two and he just goes General Kenobi. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Bull, Thank you so much. Bull for spit. That. You don't remember me? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's right. Just- I don't recall owning a droid. Just, I don't recall you either. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Um, I have been back and forth on this and what I would pick all day long. I don't know, honestly. Um, at this point, though, because I'm feeling ostentatious, I would probably pick Cape. Nice. Um, so, yeah. I like it. That, but yeah, that makes I, sense I, for you. I, yeah, at, at this point, I'm feeling a little ostentatious. I, 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 need, I need some sort of, like flair and flourish and i mean krennic's got the awesome cape dooku's got an incredible cape i mean we've seen lando in a short capes and stuff like that but like i i think i think just a little a little cape action um never hurt anybody um, but <laughs> you're not wrong but i would i but i would totally have some cloaks in my closet too so i <laughs> i'd honestly i both but uh, today i'm picking cape so but yeah, that's that. That's my my real quick, you know, fun question. <laughs> You're valid, Jason. I like You're it. Valid. I, I, it's, yes, 
Um, uh, all right, Carl. All right. What about you? Mine is not as quick and silly. Um, sorry. <laughs> so my question for the two of you is: What Star Wars movie is your? What is your go-to Star Wars movie when you're just having kind of a rough, a rough time? Like, you know, things are just a little rough. Things are a little heavy in life, and you just this is the Star Wars movie you go to in those experiences. Ooh. Um. It's usually one of two, um, and honestly, if I'm just needing a bit of a Star Wars pick-me-up, I generally will just skip to a, a sequence or a, a, a scene or something that I, I want to, to watch. Um, and it's usually you know, either the, the last half of Return of the Jedi or the, the battle sequences of Attack of the Clones. Um, to be perfectly honest, that that's for me. I'm like, I, I just want some, some fun action and adventure, uh, you know, and it depends on whether I want, you know, uh, a little bit of mythology with my, with, with that or not. If, if I want a little bit of mythology, I'll go return of the Jedi. If I just want to see lightsaber swinging, uh, um, <laughs> I go to attack the clones. So those don't are my, all, don't we I mean, all just want to see some lightsaber swinging? <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Um, <laughs> But you know, honestly, those those are the two things. If I'm feeling, if I've had a rough day, uh, those are the two my two go tos. Although I will say that uh, Rogue One is starting to work its way into the really that that um, I, I don't mean to that, sound that like because like I love Rogue One, but I, when I say really, I'm like because it's kind of a downer. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what I mean when I say really. I mean. It, the the last third, the Scarif stuff. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. it's it is a bit of a downer, but it also is just so inspirational and so oh, beautifully okay. done okay. that I, it, you know, it, it's. And sometimes I want to, I want to feel some sort of like emotional <laughs> like, connection with what I'm wanna, doing. You know, I want to feel you know, things. Just want to feel it a little bit, and but I, I, God, I feel better feel. at the end. But yeah, Rogue One's starting to to make its way into that rotation, but usually it's either the the battle sequences of Return of the Jedi or Attack of the Clones. So nice, I like that. I mean, that makes sense too, because right, Re- Return of the Jedi is something that just it's very it's a very joyful ending, which yes. is a kind of a nice reminder that love wins. You know, the victory yeah. is always on the joyful side, and Attack of the Clones is like it's this escape. It's the escape from maybe what's ridiculous going on, but there's it's the escape for you because it's this something just exciting, high adventure. And yes. it's just something to lose yourself in and fill you with a sense of excitement. Maybe yeah. to, to counter. So I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, what about you, Katie? This is such a cheat, but it's literally like any part of the Phantom Menace or any part of The Last Jedi. Because I like, yeah, <laughs> well, I just like to turn it on and just have it in the background. It's very comforting to me. You know, to just be surrounded by Star Wars noise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, particularly, yeah, The Phantom Menace or The Last Jedi. And especially since, like, um, The Last Jedi is on Netflix right now. All I have to do is turn on Netflix and, like, wherever I pause The Last Jedi, yeah. I can just hit play and just go from any scene. If I'm going to, like, specifically sit down and, and look for a scene, I mean, this it's real obvious. Um, I watch Duel of the Fates a lot just because it's very cool for me. I still feel excited when I watch it. And uh, in The Last Jedi, I, I just go right for the Raylo scene. <laughs> you know, when like when they're touching hands, you know, or, or you know, fighting back to back. 
yeah, those are those are like my go to scenes for Phantom and uh, and Last Jedi. But I can I can watch those movies anywhere from any point. Just go, and I immediately feel better. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I like that. What about you, Carl? Um, well, like the two of you, I also have two answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you know, if it's like, it's just like you know, like just crazy busy just kind of like feeling overwhelmed it's phantom menace because phantom menace to me is just very light and fun um and you know it just allows me to feel playful and and just like um remember the sense that like you know everything is always steeped in this goodness um so phantom menace is just like that light fun movie when things are just crazy busy or like crazy heavy but my go-to when things are just like really rough and I'm feeling overwhelmed in a different way, it's definitely always Empire Strikes Back. Um, because first off, Empire Strikes Back is what made me fall in love with Star Wars, so it always reminds me of what kindled my love for this thing. Um, and secondly, Empire Strikes Back to me, like the main theme of this story is that you can get beaten down as much as is as deep down. You can get beat down as worse as it gets, but you know that it's still going to be okay. Um, and that's that. I mean, that's ultimately why I love the Empire Strikes Back so much. Is that's that's its theme. Um, like you know, like no matter how hard things are, no matter how much the Empire's beaten me and hunted me down and frozen me in carbonite, cut off my hand, um, taken away the person that finally confessed their love for me, um, oh. I know that I'll be okay. And that's why Empire Strikes Back just will always be that that type of movie for me. So awesome, yeah, awesome, yeah. So, um. All right. Well, we're back around to you, Katie. Oh gosh, we're back around to me. Oh no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm so boring. I was gonna ask you guys who, what your favorite puppet is in Star Wars. Oh, boring. <laughs> What's your favorite puppet? There's a lot of good puppets. Oh, there are a lot of good. Puppets. I already know my answer. <laughs> okay. Max yeah. Rebo. Is he? Is he okay, a puppet? Okay. Is he a puppet? He's yeah. got it. Technically, yeah, maybe. Wait, is or a guy in a suit? Is that the same no, thing? No, 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 no. He's no. he's got to be a puppet. There, there's not enough room. I mean, I think like you know, there's there's actual arms in his hands and stuff. But I'm pretty sure like it's it's he's still puppeteered. Ooh, so. although I have like three Yoda action figures glaring at me right now. <laughs> They're all like, <laughs> <laughs> you. and I'm just all uh, like, you very disappointed. And I'm sure a lot of you listening right now are also screaming. Max Rebo's not a puppet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was just the first thing I thought of, Katie, when you asked it. Because I was like, I no, love weird. Max Rebo. Um, and uh, I love Max Rebo so much. Like, he's he's so Ooh. adorable and cute. And he's just he's just a musician. And he's in the worst place he could be, which is Jabba's Palace. And Jabba sucks. Um, but he just he's just doing his best to make his, make his music. I also... I'll, even though I don't remember all the details because it's been a long time, I always loved the Max Rebo band story in Tales from Jabba's Palace, that old Kevin J. Anderson book from the mid nineties. Um, I just, I love Max Rebo. I love the look of him. I love that. He's a little blue elephant man who, even though he's in like a horrible space is just doing his best to just feel the music and get into the music. And uh, (laughs) yeah, I love a little blue Max Rebo. How about you, Jason? Oh man. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say Yoda because Yoda is a character to me less than a puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he transcends puppet to me sometimes. So I, I'm not going to say Yoda. I am going to say C-3PO in the backpack. Ooh. Oh, Fire Strikes oh, Back. Nice. That's so cool. 
I love uh, it. Because he is. Uh, basically, basically, they put a bunch of, you know, C-3PO together in there, and then they used fishing line to turn his head back and forth and wiggle his arm a little bit uh, while he's in the backpack on, on Chewie's back. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that's just... It's it's so random and low budget and low key way to do things, but it works so well and nobody yeah. noticed. You know, it's like, I, yeah. you know, and, and and yet it still feels like three PO. So like I I love that and and yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say three PO in the backpack. I love it's my it. favorite pup. That's so I, great. I don't. It never occurred to me until this exact moment that that's a puppet. <laughs> 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 like when no, like nobody noticed i'm like i'm galaxy brain over here that's how much i didn't notice like <laughs> i'm a grown-ass woman who just kind of assumed that they actually got anthony daniels in there somehow like, no <laughs> oh my gosh yes, that's, that's the magic of movies <laughs> it really is oh my yeah. god what about you what's your favorite puppet katie I, oh my gosh, I'm so obvious. It's Salacious B. Crumb. Like, Ooh, I, that's good. That's, that's such good. an obvious call, though, but I just, I love him so much. He's so cute. Like, oh, you know, he's got that little laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I and just a, he's a Kowakian monkey lizard, right? Yep. Yes. And I only know that because in Star Wars The Old Republic, my favorite Star Wars video game, you can at me, I don't care. Um, you can get one as a pet and it follows you around and like and then there's like a whole mission where um, a monkey lizard like steals your data chip and you have to go get it and but then you turn the corner and everybody has a monkey lizard and so you're like running up to people and like you know accosting their their monkey lizards to try and get the data chip (laughs) and this one woman shouts hands off the monkey lizard and i'm like oh that's what they're called they're monkey lizards okay I, oh, that's so great! You pick, so, you know, if you if Salacious B. Crumb is probably my one of my least favorite characters in Star Wars. I hate him. Really? Yeah. Oh, you I, hate I, him? I'm not in like, and I don't mean this to be like, oh, if you like him, it's he sucks. Just because he's like, he's I, annoying. I, I find him so annoying, and um, <laughs> which is maybe that's why I like him. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I can't explain it. So just he's did I? So did I tell you the two of you this? Um, so when we got to watch that. Um, like you know how I got into the Mandalorian panel for celebration the mm-hmm. the clip from an episode they showed us um, and hopefully you don't mind me sharing this I mean people probably have already talked about it but there is a scene where the Mandalorian is walking through like you know the city streets and you you're you see a um, monkey lizard being fried on an open fire and another oh one's my in gosh. A, and another one's in the cage next to it watching it terrified oh my god and I like oh. first off that's really dark but my thought was yeah, yes because I hate the monkey lizard so I was like yes <laughs> I loved it which is dark as heck but um that's really dark but i yeah. love it because it's also kind of star wars like yeah. you so know star wars yeah. it's yeah. so star wars oh my gosh like, that's good that's good you know we saw droids being tortured in, yeah. in java's palace you right. know what i mean so it's, right. it's kind of star wars to right. be like vaguely horrifying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vaguely horrifying star wars vaguely horrifying since 1977 yeah exactly. um, <laughs> yeah for real um 
And I, think, I think for me, it's because he's like he's adorable, so he his annoyingness just circles back around to being cute. Like, like I think it's like minions. You know, minions are like so hit and miss with people. Like, I think they're super annoying, but then other people are like, yeah, but they're so cute. They're allowed to be annoying. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you know what? Um, you know who else gets tortured? Uh oh. Uh oh. Is it us sitting to Nickelback? Oh no! I'd be shot. My boy Han Solo. Poor Han. Let's let's get to those you know poor Han anguish screams. Leave my boy alone. (laughs) Only you. Uh, Yep. Only Carl. (laughs) Only Carl, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. That's what the WAP is there will forever be remembered for. Um, and, uh, that's, no, they'll be, it'll be remembered for how fun the two of you are, and it'll be hated for my <laughs> playing that. <laughs> Let's not go there. Wait, um, wait, wait, guys. What? Is the WAP a puppet? No. Oh, technically, no. Yeah. Technically, no. There's somebody... well, his, it's Claw, you know, in that one scene. That's, you know that's what I mean? Even, that's like yeah. a... When, yeah. When he's out, when he, when he attacks Luke... The claw is is his own. It's just it's a puppeteered arm. Yeah, yeah. And the the mouth and and face is a puppet as they bring it in. But then when they're actually in the cave, it's a guy in a suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and and I'm pretty sure actually when it is the face when it sh- you know shows up and like attacks the Tom yeah. and Luke that there was also a guy in that suit too. So I don't know that that is just a puppet as well. <gasps> Wait a second. Is the Tauntaun a puppet? Yes. I don't know what's real and what's puppets. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Not so yeah. real. <laughs> we're gonna play. We're gonna play real puppet. Real <laughs> puppet. Puppet. Oh, not if so we're gonna puppet. go. If we're gonna go back that. If we're gonna go that far, uh, I might put in Rancor. Yeah. Because is a puppet. Yeah. Wait. I think the Tauntaun is a puppet. The head. Yeah. Oh, that might actually be my favorite puppet because yeah. Tauntauns are. I love Tauntauns. Yeah. You guys. I love Tauntaun. No, you guys look at me. I'm gripping my screen right now. Like, <laughs> yes. like look yes. me in the eye. I love Tauntauns. <laughs> She's going to go to Disneyland and go to Galaxy's Edge and get all the Tauntaun plushies. Yes. Oh, oh my God. I, I love just be like, wobble, too. wobble, wobble. Like the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Wobble, wobble. I can't. Oh my gosh! Like, don't never watch Empire Strikes Back with me because it's just me making Tauntaun noises the entire time. <laughs> Luke gets his head cut off. I'm like, wobble, wobble. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what, I do my yeah, what's your next question? Okay. Um, uh, okay. Here, here, here's a fun one. If you were given creative control over a new Star Wars project... <gasps> What medium would you use, and what story would you tell? Oh, I know um, this. Do you want me to go first, or do you have an answer? You go last. It's your question. Okay. <laughs> um, I, mean, I have an answer that yeah. I would give um, if you need time to think. No, nope. so, I mean, I, I, I one pops to my head immediately, and it's so obvious. People are going to be like, "Oh, Katie, shut up about it already." Maul and Kira, but, yeah, Maul and Kira, yeah. Maul and Kira crimes you know just like doing crimes being sexy and doing crimes that's it that's just... what, what medium would you use uh film cartoon or no, film animation would... uh comics it, no novel? it would have to be a tv show it would have yeah. to be yeah game of thrones yeah. style you know like 10 episodes 
to like yeah. really tell this story. Oh my gosh, Han can cameo, maybe. I don't I don't know. Actually, kind of part of me just wants I'm sorry, Alden, you're beautiful, but this yeah. isn't your story. Right. Like I'm sorry, you know? Well, I mean, I feel like Kira still has some stuff to resolve, but she can resolve her feelings about Han like on her own. She doesn't mm. need Han there to do that, you yeah. know? And just and then Darth Maul's there. Like <laughs> Yeah, and then that's like you know that that's actually my pitch for any Star Wars project is, and then Darth Darth Maul's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, George Lucas got it to fly with Clone Wars. Uh, let's bring yeah, back exactly. Darth Maul. Yeah. There. how are we gonna like, do how? that? You'll figure it out. Uh, you'll figure yeah. it out. Like, just figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> uh, that's my pitch. Yeah. Kira, Darth Maul, doing crime. That's the story. That send tweet. Send tweet. <laughs> Retweet. Richard, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Thank you for your support. <laughs> um, uh, what about you, Carl? Mine would definitely be the formation of the Jedi. Um, and specifically, like, I want to see that temple built on Octo. And also, like you, Katie, I want this as a TV miniseries. Um, and uh, you know what? I only want it as one season, too. Um uh- like I want it to be like a 10 to 12 episode season, 45 to 50 minute episodes and see the formation of the Jedi. I want to see the first folks that became consciously aware of this thing called the force, how they found each other, how they decided to create this temple and then pass on the teachings um, and ways of the force. That is the story I want more than anything. And in my ideal idealist ideal sense of that story the galaxy is kind of tumultuous at the time right there's this sense of chaos going on as the galaxy is trying to figure itself out and the jedi are part of what brings that about um their their knowledge of the force and their way of helping to form kind of this sense of order out of chaos um so obviously yes as a you know person of faith like that's to me like super genesis one right out of out of chaos becomes there there is this order created um and like that's how i'd love to see the jedis the jedi order coming into existence is in this space of chaos this space of just mess and disorder and somehow their com- communion with the force and their communion with one another is somehow what forms a sense of order in the galaxy at large so again in a very star wars way this microcosm story of something small and intimate and yet it has this macro impact on the galaxy at large so that's the story i would love to see Carl, that's so perfect. I want to change my answer. Can I change my answer? <laughs> okay, no, because okay, so so you get that right, and it, and it's one season, and it's great. Yeah. But then, as the sequel, you know, season yeah. two is when the Sith split off yes. from the Jedi because we know, oh. yeah, that the Sith split from the Jedi. Yeah, right. so we see the Sith split off and go establish Malachor. You know what I mean? That Sith temple. Yes. Oh, that's it. That's, so that's the show, you guys. Boom. Yeah, so these people that were once Jedi and they're all like, no, we're not We're not about that anymore. Yeah. We're not about that. And like writing the Sith code, yes. which like, you know, you look at the Sith code and it really is just kind of like a reply to the Jedi code. You know, it right, looks yeah. like it was written in direct response to the jedi yeah. code you know where the jedi code is like you know there is no ignorance there you know there is knowledge you know there is no chaos there's peace and you know the, the sith are over here going like there is no peace you know, the peace is a lie you know right. that, like straight out the gate peace is a lie that's like yeah. item one you know like 
I just, yeah, I want to see them like sitting down and being all like, this is our, you know, thing over here now. And maybe even, you know, because I, I, we don't know how long the Sith were on Malachor before the Jedi were all like, mm, those Sith, not, sh- not sure we can abide, not sure we could just let them be over there. And the, the, the Jedi attack them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, the Jedi go over there to just completely, they just want to eradicate all the Sith on Malachor. And I want to see like that fight. like you know all those lightsabers like ah so that's season two (laughs) season three because we got to do a trilogy at this point it's star okay season Season three is uh darth bane and the creation of the rule of two so we see yeah so we see right like Mm -hmm. season one is the establishment of the jedi season two is the establishment of the sith season three though is kind of this reaction to the jedi losing their way in a sense because they've created a sense of violence the Sith kind of go underground. So, right, we, we recapture the glory of season one. The Jedi are, you know, back in control. Yet, because yeah. of their violence, there's this phantom menace. Yeah. Yes. Right? Ah. So. Ah, higher. I love this. Yeah. I love this. That's some, that's some good stuff there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, that's the show. Boom. That's the show. <laughs> um, although what I, I, for a long time I wanted to do some sort of a Dooku story, but I think Ooh. a lot of that's been taken by like uh, Dooku Jedi Lost, mm. the audio drama that came out. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna set that on the back shelf for now. Uh, but I do want to do um, a standalone movie, and I've got two ideas that I would want to do. Okay. Number one, number one, I'm gonna want to do sort of a a retelling of the Plagueis novel, you know, Sidious's rise to becoming the master, the, the Sith master. I do think that would be a fascinating story to tell. It would be dark, but it would be fascinating to tell. The other one is going to be more of a fun adventure, and I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but I want to jump back several hundred years to about a three or four hundred year old Yoda going on oh. uh, an adventure uh, where he runs into a, a pirate gang and has to team up with Maz Kanata, um, you know, yeah, I want to, I want to see that story. I want to see that story um, of a of a Yoda with like dark brown hair and maybe a goatee. Um, you know? <laughs> he's going through like a punk phase, so he's got like a lip ring. You know, he's got. <laughs> He's got snake bites, yeah, and he's oh my gosh, that's why he has all the snake. No, literally, he's like he walks around with like a snake dripped over his shoulders, like yeah. you know, like he's in like a, you know like a Madonna video or something. I don't know, like. <laughs> but yes, I, I want to do one of those. I want to do like a standalone movie uh, on, on one of those ideas. So that's that's what I would do. I so. love it. Those are both awesome. Yeah, we get I, to see Yoda's super secret back tattoo. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> And a whole back tattoo, and it's of a Gungan. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah. First love. Yeah, she broke his heart, man. She did. And that's why he decided to stay with the Jedi. Um, oh, no, no, yep. All right. So my next question for the two of you is: Can you can you name something from any any avenue of Star Wars? So any of the media it could be from a film, TV okay. show, novel, whatever. Something that was introduced in Star Wars that you initially really didn't like, had trouble accepting, but came to this place of acceptance and it actually enhanced your understanding of Star Wars. So, like, these these aren't my 
ideas, but like quick examples would be like Luke in Last Jedi or Jar Jar Binks and Phantom Menace, right? Like people initially like might have despised these things, but come around to it and found that it enhanced their Star Wars experience. So is there anything in that realm that you can think of? Oh no. Oh no. My answer. I, I, okay. So right out the gate, I was thinking, I was like, DJ, because my gut reaction to DJ was, I don't really like this guy. I don't really get what he's doing in the movie, but I came around on him pretty quickly. Like the next day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I saw the last Jedi came out, was like, I don't know about DJ. The next day I saw the movie again and was like, I love DJ. He's my son. (laughs) (laughs) But so when I think, and I'm like, honest with myself i'm like oh no i actually really didn't like ahsoka and ezra when they Mm. first happened yeah honestly honestly i really did not like ahsoka and ezra like at all like i I guess it's maybe because they're they both start as like 14 year old characters and they just didn't click with me on that level do you know what I mean? Absolutely. They, they, yeah, absolutely. They, they just, they both start off like so immature and I understand they are on an arc They're You know, they're going to learn, they're going to grow, but the place where they start is just so unlikable to me. And it, it graded me. I just, mm. I just did not appreciate them, but then they do learn and they do grow. And now I love them. They're precious to me. Yeah. But I have to admit that when they both first started, I was pretty, I guess, narrow minded about them and was like, Nope, they're too annoying. I want none of this. And then Darth Maul shows up, and I love them now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that's exactly what happened, because Darth Maul showed up in the Clone Wars, and I was like, maybe I should give this a second try. Oh, it's actually great. Same with Rebels. Oh, Darth Maul's in it now? I love it, and it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What about you, Jason? Oh, man, this is really hard, because I... I honestly do my best to not you know uh sure jason we get it like you like to accept everything as best you can but what is it because jason is actually jar jar he's like i I really try i really try but this isn't something that i I, i've had like a, a super strong reaction to one way or the other but I do go back and forth a lot of times in my opinion on Grievous. Okay. Um, he was, you know, honestly, when I first saw it, I, you know, I was like, whatever. He's just, they needed another villain for, you know, because they killed Dooku. But then as my enjoyment of Dooku grew, I was like, why do they have to kill Dooku so quickly? I mean, I understand plot wise why they had to do that because they had to give Luke that, or not Luke, Anakin that, that, that line to step over um, at the beginning of the movie when Obi-Wan was unconscious. But I, I, I've never been a huge fan of Grievous in general. He's mm. never been the favorite oh, character okay. of mine. I don't, I, I don't necessarily hate him, but I'm just like, eh, he's Grievous. You know, he's, he's the, you know, he's a wannabe Jedi Sith acolyte thing and i don't i don't he's you know he's dangerous to regular people but not really to the jedi and i don't understand why he grows to such prominence in the separatist kind of a thing i'm like i've never been a big fan of him however when i step back and i look um 
through the evolution of Palpatine's apprentices Mm -hmm. and associates on the way to Anakin becoming Darth Vader, he definitely holds a very, you know, key position in that sort of like arc because he is more machine than man. He's, he's more, he's even more machine than man than, than Vader is. Mm -hmm. And it, there are elements to Vader in each of Sidious's apprentices and, and, and lackeys um, throughout the prequels, Maul, Dooku, and Grievous. Mm-hmm. There's elements to each of them that end up being in Anakin, Darth Vader. And when I look at it in sort of that, that progression, he is sort of that last piece that falls into place as we get to Darth Vader. Um, and I do appreciate him for that. So, but I've never, I've never been a big fan of Grievous. I just, he's sort of like, meh. Sure. So. Mm-hmm. Right there with you. So, but yeah, that's my, yeah, my answer for that. Um, so when I wrote up this question, I, I had two answers and my, honestly, like my first response was still Luke and Last Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. but I still struggle a lot with him in that movie like there's a lot of me that understands it and thinks it makes sense but the part that i still have a hard time reconciling is luke cutting himself off from the force um like Mm. i still kind of intellectually get it and i don't think it's a bad choice or that ryan johnson screwed up the character i just it's not the choice i would have made and therefore like it makes me hard to accept it so i was like well this can't be my answer because it hasn't enhanced my understanding of star wars it's something i still kind of like grapple with um, and again, this is not me trying to like hate on Luke in Last Jedi. I think no, he's I, a yeah. great character in Last Jedi. It's just it's a different route than I still, in my own head, can and see it. That's all. Um, and uh, but the one that the, the then the immediate one though that really enhanced it was actually something I really initially disliked was Satine's character in Clone Wars and this notion oh. that Obi Wan had a relationship while a Jedi. Because in my mind, Obi-Wan has always been the consummate, perfect version of what a Jedi was supposed to be in the old Republic. Um, Yes. So, like, when they brought in this, you know, this character Satine and indicated that he at one point had feelings and even considered leaving the Jedi Order, my initial thought back in, you know, like, the mid-2000s when we got that story was like, this is ridiculous. That's not (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi. But... That is something I have come to love so much because I like it so much more because it makes Obi-Wan so human. And I love that about him. I think it's it's my favorite. It's actually probably my favorite thing about Obi-Wan Kenobi's character at this point <laughs> is I love the fact that he is someone who fell in love and yet still chose to stay in the Jedi, just like she chose to stay you know, active in political um you know, uh, power and, um, they both while falling in love, both still made the sacrifice of choosing kind of these incredibly selfless paths. Um, you know, I feel like Obi-Wan firmly believed that while he would have been very happy and fulfilled with Satine, it wouldn't have been his fullest understanding of himself. And same with Satine, um, Satine knowing that if she goes with Obi-Wan, it impedes her from her, her impact that she's trying to have on Mandalore um, and this just like mutual respect of each other um, doing what they feel is best. So I, I love what that did for Obi-Wan's character. Um, and it, it, it specifically makes me love him even more in his relationship with Anakin. 
Um, so I, I, I really love that we got that relationship between Obi-Wan and Satine. Yeah, nice. it, it posits uh, – it's a good contrast to Anakin and Padme, you know, because yeah. when we're finding out about about Obi-Wan and Satine, Anakin and Padme are already married, right? Right. So, uh, so it's just very interesting how Satine and, and Obi-Wan, like, made their choice. And even though it seems like Anakin and Padme have made their choice as well, they haven't. They, they have neither committed fully to this relationship nor have they committed fully to their commitments, their duties, you know, and so it's very, very interesting to see, you know, what the, these two different relationships. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, I did. I forgot to say what Ahsoka and Ezra like, uh, you know, how they enhance my Star Wars, even though I didn't yeah. like them as, as much at first. Uh, Ahsoka, I think her walking away from the Jedi Order you know, and that impact that it had on Anakin and then her eventual reunion with Anakin in Rebels, I think, has greatly enhanced my appreciation of Anakin, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. It just, you know, seeing what he lost and, and seeing him turn on Ahsoka, you know, he, he wants to completely kill his past, Yes. You know, a lot like Kylo Ren, you know, let the right. past die. And when he finally sees Ahsoka again, he would rather kill her than make any sort of step towards reconciliation. And that, to me, just makes what Luke is able to do even more profound. Because Anakin can't change for Ahsoka, but he does change for his son, which mm. is just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. And it's like, and it's kind of the same for Ezra because um, of what he does for Maul's character. You know, Maul is given this chance to have a real apprentice, not like his brother who, you know, he, he ground down beneath his heel, you know, but this kid who actually like wants to listen to him and hears what he's saying. And Maul is at a place in his life where he can, you know, he, he's not like, oh, you're my apprentice now. I need to grind you beneath my heel. It's a very different relationship and it shows a very different side with of mall. And I just think ah, that's so cool. It, so yeah, I really did not like those characters at first, but what they bring to the story is just profound for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I, I didn't like either one mm-hmm. of them initially either. Uh, actually I did like Ezra initially and then I really mm. disliked Ezra for a while. <laughs> you, you've been just, on an arc. With yeah. Them. Cause I was like all of a sudden like, all right, this is like a few years before a new hope yet. We have this like, super powerful force user that makes no sense to me <laughs> right, um, right, right. and then whisking him away to i mean yeah like um so ezra is kind of whatever i'm glad he's gone um <laughs> but uh i've i mean i really adore ahsoka's character she's phenomenal um ezra's i love ezra's arc if it's not so damn close to the a new hope timeline well, like it's, it's a good that's it's fair. a great arc and he's a great character kind of on his own but i like I don't like how close it is to a new hope. It literally I, doesn't work for I, me. I feel it because Yoda be all like the last of the Jedi you will be, and Luke's all like, <laughs> "What about that Ezra kid? Yeah, what about the like, Ezra kid in the know? unknown regions <laughs> with also another overpowered character also, slash also Darth Ahsoka. Earth Thrawn? Also, yeah. is Ahsoka still alive? Like I can just yeah. imagine Luke all like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Yeah. There's so <laughs> many other Jedi. There's so many others. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but." Ahsoka has <laughs> said repeatedly, I'm no Jedi. That's you know? fair. Right. You know, yeah, it's kind of like the Sith, how they're like, only two there are, except Cough, Darth Maul's totally alive, but they get away yeah. with it because he's formerly Darth, not just Maul. Not right. Just Maul right. Or, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, when they say the last of the Jedi you will be, it's like, 
kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. Right, right. From Heck. a certain point of view. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, let's fire off one last question each. Let's oh, do it. Okay. All right. Last okay. round. Oh, no. I This question, I guess, isn't very fast. I don't okay. I, I have to think of something fast. No, don't. No, no ask the question. I'm just kidding. Okay. I was going to say, if you can't be a Force user in Star Wars, what are you? You're in Star Ooh. Wars, but sorry, you don't pass the Jedi test. What are you, what are you going to be? What well, are you? It doesn't matter. You can oh. apparently be Ahsoka and be a Force god. <laughs> so I'll just do that. Um, no, you know what I mean? I, just, like, I took Jedi away as an option because everybody okay. wants to have a laser sword, right? Right, right, okay, right. Okay, right. so who are you in Star Wars if, there's no, if laser sword is not an option? I'm right. going to kind of cheat and okay. say Guardian of the Will. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. You know, Actually, I'm yep. gonna, you know I, um, I don't know, though. Uh, there's also a part of me that would love to be a Starfighter pilot. Um, you, know, it, it, you know, somewhere, you know, whether it's the Rebel Alliance or, you know, flying in a Boo Starfighter or something like that. I would also love to be a Starfighter pilot. Um, you know, so there's. I'm going to say that I'm going to I'm going to drop Guardian of the Wills for now. I'm going to say I'd like to be a starfighter pilot. Um, okay. Fly, fly maybe a Y wing or an A wing, which is two very different ships. But um, if I'm in the 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 Rebel timeline, um, otherwise I'm, I'm flying the Boo Starfighters, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be honest. I love those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you initially went with Guardians of the Wills because I'm going to go with that. Because <laughs> I think that's perfect. Because my obviously, like, I was like, oh, I'm thinking of a smuggler, but I was like, I don't really want to yeah. be a smuggler. That's like stressful as heck. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to be a guardian to the wills because it like allows me to preserve the legacy of the Jedi. But okay, I'm not a Jedi. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> so oh, actually, no, I am going to be a caretaker on Octo. Screw it. Oh yeah, I want to be a caretaker. <laughs> Because they're adorable, beautiful turtle creatures, and I'm, I'm, I am a caretaker. Sorry, Guardian as Wills, I'm a caretaker. <laughs> you want to do Luke Skywalker's laundry? Is that your dream? I'm, <laughs> I'm on. Well, mainly, I want, I want to be the, the, uh, the caretaker who has that like really useless wooden broom <laughs> that like sweeps <laughs> up stones. So, yeah. so sweeping, sweeping out, out the, the, the Jedi Temple there. Yeah, that is still top of my like. No, number two on my like most desired black series six inch action figures. Number one is Embo, but number two is a caretaker. So <laughs> I'm definitely going with caretaker. What about you, Katie? I, there's a couple options for me, TBH, because at the end of the day, I just want to wear great clothes. So <laughs> I either I work for Crimson Dawn, you know, like I'm, I'm I'm there with Kira, you know, working for Crimson Dawn on, on Dryden's yeah. yacht. Um, or I, I'm on Canto Bite, just straight up war profiteering. Sign me up. Sign me up for that war profiteering. Yep, I'm betting on on the Fadia races, and I'm looking fly as hell. You can, <laughs> that's me. Uh, or 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 I no, I I I was gonna say I'm Padme, but I really don't have it in me to be a politician. So yeah, okay, either I'm war profiteering or I'm just a straight criminal. That's that's me. <laughs> There, there was there was part of me that was like that was like well I could be a senator um, you know I was like oh but then no no then I don't want to be, be in politics yeah then so. I have to be a senator like yeah like I want to be the democratically elected queen of Naboo but then I have to be queen of Naboo <laughs> <laughs> and all of that entails yeah. no yeah, exactly. I'll be part of the rep council in Otagunga. 
Oh, oh. Damn, go. Then you're okay. going to hang out with Jar Jar. That's so good. Yes, no, yeah. I, I, I'm still sticking with Starfighter Pilot. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason. All I want out of life is to wear fabulous clothes. That's all, <laughs> God, that's all I want. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right. Is it my turn? Your turn. Yes. All right. Um, th- this question is is very much based off of that uh, that who would you have at your Star Wars dinner? Okay. Uh, party question that we had back in uh, in California a couple months ago or a month ago. Gosh, it's only been like about a month ago. Maybe. Time is meaningless. Time is. is meaningless. Um, but. And this is also partly inspired by my new obsession with wanting to learn to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so, uh, <laughs> if you had to pick four Star Wars characters to join you on your adventuring team, who would they be? So, just you're, you're adventuring the Star Wars galaxy, you're getting into trouble and mischief. Okay. okay. Four characters you'd bring with you. All right, really quick. Who would they be? I'm, because my last question, and then then we, that, which was going to be the last thing we do, is very similar to this, so we can just combine them. I'm gonna, sure. Uh, so I'm going to allow for up to five because my question was: you have to pick a five man team to do a covert operation in Star Wars, Ooh, but it's very similar okay. to doing an adventure. Yes. So, it's an adventure. It's a heist. Do, yes. You know. Um, yes. So my scenario, like, yeah. which is a very okay. much like a Dungeons and Dragons scenario, is you have to yeah. you know infiltrate a yeah. first order Ooh. slash empires hidden base and you know sabotage their secret weapon um, so i love are, it character are, yeah okay who are, who are your yeah. who is your dream team of who you want to go on that adventure with type of a thing okay so, off the top of my head for this heist kira k2so uh, poe dameron because someone's got to drive the getaway vehicle and it's going to be poe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. So I got Kira, Poe, K2SO, um, Darth Maul because it's Darth Maul, and and then that's it. That's oh wait, I gotta have. No, I don't. No, I don't. Sorry, that's it. That's all right. That's that's my team. That's the dream team. That's your dream team. All right. All right. Um, gosh, I'm having trouble coming up with a fifth. Well, Uh, I'll give you a second because I got my team. Okay, go ahead. So my team is going to be Jyn Erso, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Cassian Andor, and Kanan Jarrus. That's why. My... Why Kanan? Because I need somebody with that, that can use the Force. Okay. Um, oh, I guess that's why Darth Maul's on my team. Because yeah. yeah, you have to have somebody use the Force, and then K two So it's like my droid, and also like if there's Imperials around, he can just pretend to be Imperial. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cures the distraction and pose the getaway vehicle. So. I love it. Yeah. So, oh, and uh, also K two S is a slicer. You gotta have a slicer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my thought <laughs> yeah. is like so. Chewie can do all the tech stuff because he's smart <laughs> af about that. Cassian's <laughs> the one who can. He's a jack of all trades. Um, mm. Also very dedicated to the cause. Han Solo because he's my boy and he's got the luck on his <laughs> side. Um, Jin because she's badass in a fight. And also, yeah. like, just she's just an all-around great combatant, and Kanan because again, he's got the force, and he knows how to do covert operations, and mm-hmm. can calm the tempers of some of the crew. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So. Wait, so are you doing the getaway vehicle? Who is, or is that all Han? Oh, Han's Han's got that. <laughs> oh, okay, he's fine. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah. he's got that lock, stock, and barrel. So, <laughs> um, but what about you, Jason? 
All right. Well, I, I, I've added my getaway vehicle driver uh, nice. <laughs> in order to, to round out my team here. So um, this is going to come as no real surprise to you, but R2 is first on my team um, because what can R2 not do um, except talk English? Um, I'm going to have Obi-Wan Kenobi circa Revenge of the Sith. Because mm. uh, I need I need a Force user and someone who's got a bit of humor. Um, I'm going to have Leia from Return of the Jedi on my oh, team because yeah. she's tough. She's a blaster. She can also you know be the 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 talker if she needs to be. You know, uh, Hondo. I got to have oh, Hondo because you, yeah. <laughs> you got to have someone with the the uh, you know underground connections. Um, and he can be used as a distraction if you He'd need it. You probably take your cut of the take though and fly away. <laughs> I mean, but that's why I've got Hera as the getaway driver. Oh, okay. Nice. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to have Hera be my getaway driver um, <laughs> with the ghost. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be that's gonna be my team. R2, Obi-Wan, Leia, Hondo, and Hera. So, that's, that's my, my crew. So, I love it. I love, I love it. it. It's fantastic. Oh, that's so, great. Um, I, I'm, so- I think it's so funny that we had, like, such a similar final question, Carl. Um, I yeah, yeah. I wanted to get in some like again, like you said, Jason. This was very much in the uh, the theme of the types of questions Katie was was hitting us with in the um, yeah, in the car in the car ride. Yeah. So um, I was like, these are so fun. So I I, I want to get in something like very on point like that. Um, yes. So yeah. Uh, so again, like you know, if you're listening, and you know, I'd love to hear other people's you know answers to these types of questions. Um, but uh, oh, guys, I'm telling you, we're <laughs> we're hanging out here at the Outlander Club, and uh, I, I think it's last call. I, I think it's closing yeah. time. So oh, I, I, something gives me the feeling it's closing time. Yeah, closing I don't know what that can be. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! So much. I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> we were only gone for like a week, folks, but we were like craving this tonight. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, it's been good. It's been good, folks. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're getting kicked out here at the Outlander Club. I'm glad we all got to hang out after a couple of weeks. Um, but you know what? Uh, Again, like I seriously, I, if if you've listened through the whole episode and then you know jotted down the questions, like would love to hear other people's uh, answers. So, to respond, why do I feel like you Katie, know Katie's answer is happening? To, yeah, <laughs> Katie's Katie wants to take home Mall. Jason yes. wants to take home R2 and I want to take home yep. Alden. So yes. <laughs> truth. <laughs> so um oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Guys, I loved oh. these questions. Yes. Oh. Don't worry folks, we're going to get getting back into some of the awesome, you know, in-depth discussions that we like to do here on the Wampus Lair next week. Mm-hmm. Uh right. We're, we're going to jump back into our, our journey to the rise of Skywalker series and hit A New Hope. Yes! We're going to step into the original trilogy. And, ah! Oh, we're so excited about this. So. <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. I'm here oh, for it. Yes. But I'm, I cannot wait for next week. Yes. 
Um, and before we get to that, Jason had a really um, exciting matchup, epic matchup for next week. Jason, who are we pitting against one another for next week's episode? All right. Well, we've got a force duel going on here, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to pit Darth Sidious versus Mother Talzin in a force duel. So I really want to see what people say about this and uh, who's going to win because I think it's going to be an epic clash either way. So, Carl, if people want to weigh in on the matchup, if they want to weigh in on any of the other questions that we've talked about this episode, where can they do that? Well, of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Wampas Lair. We're on Facebook at Wampas Lair Podcast. And you can always email us at Wampas Lair Podcast at gmail.com. Katie, when people aren't eating chicken in a pot, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me eating chicken on a pot on Twitter at Pohot Tamari. <laughs> yes. Oh, definitely check it out, folks. It's a good time. Oh, man. Well, do we have anything else we got to get out of our system before we end this episode <laughs> nope all good <laughs> all right we're just gonna dance our way out to this chicken in the pot so thank you everyone so much for listening to episode 345 of the wampus lair podcast hanging at the outlander club for carl and katie i'm jason and we will see you next time here in the wampus lair Go back to your drinks.